Hello listeners and welcome to Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Jasper, and Theo. Make sure you go hit that like button, subscribe, and rate us on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. We put out new episodes weekly, so you want to make sure you don't miss a single thing. And while you're there, you can also leave us a comment or two. Or, if you want to reach us more directly, you can DM us on our official Instagram at Making It Make Sense with IJT, or you can also email us at Making It Make Sense with IJT at gmail.com. Hello, listeners, and welcome to a brand new episode of Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Jasper, and Theo. Tonight, we have a very special guest, a good friend of mine. You know her as being the realest housewife of Potomac, my mm-hmm. girl, my sis, Ms. Samuels. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What's going on? Oh, that was such a nice intro. I feel so loved. You are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> You are loved. And thank you. We're going to start with Isaiah. Absolutely. So um, first off, I just have to say, I like, I, I'm such a, I'm fangirling right now a little bit. Like I'm not even going <laughs> to Like you can't see my face, but I'm like grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> um, so, but yes. Yeah, so thank you so much for coming on again. Um, so my first question would be, um, you as a podcaster also yourself what would be a little bit of advice you can give to us as you know a new burgeoning podcast oh my goodness first of all this is what i love about podcasting it never gets old you can have an episode that you can release today and next year you'll have people still commenting saying oh my god i love your podcast i just heard the episode from a year ago Absolutely. it never it never expires so it's it's really good and the advice I would give is to promote, promote, to promote. Mm-hmm. Like there's never enough promotion. Um, the more you put it out there, even if you feel like, hey, a, a few weeks ago, I already posted this teaser. Mm-hmm. Keep promoting because a new person might hear that teaser that's going to be attracted to your podcast and then they'll spread the word. And the more you promote, the more listeners you'll get. So never feel like you're doing too much. Noted. Absolutely. (laughs) I received that. (laughs) Yes, I still promote episode teasers from season one of my podcast, and that was four years ago. And people listen, and they're like, oh, my God, I heard this episode from, like, so long ago. And they, they, you know, they still love it. The content is good. Absolutely. Right? I love that. I'm going to swing it over to Theo. Um, What's a question you'd like to ask? Uh, you know, as someone that was part of a reality show, um, do you think there are any issues with racism in terms of production or reality TV show with predominantly Black um, cast members? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, when you watch TV in general, how often do you see Black people in a favorable light? It doesn't mm-hmm. happen very often. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like this attack on Black folks. You know, they'll use us to keep the lights on. They'll use us as stories so that they can draw attention to whatever franchise that they're trying to promote. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll turn around and bash us at the same time. It's crazy. No one gets the same criticism as the, the predominantly Black shows as other shows who may do the same things or even worse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just feel like we have to do better. You know, it kind of it kind of lays in our hands. Um mm-hmm. 
just even speaking from experience, when I feel my boundary has been crossed, uh-huh. then I'm out. Mm-hmm. Have enough integrity to walk away and be adamant about walking away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny to me how alarmed and how shock how shocking that is for these you know networks. But mm-hmm. you, you would walk away from this. You know they they're not used to that, especially not from a black woman. Uh-huh. And I think we saw that a lot with, you know, you and I, I appreciate and I thank you for allowing us, the viewers, to see a positive light within you and your family Absolutely. and your ups and your, your and your downs and your middle grounds. And thank you for being that light, showing positive black love and black family. You have a beautiful family. Absolutely. Thank you. You, you give me very preacher. Are you? Yes, you're right. He does. Oh my goodness! The the way you emphasize your words, I felt like I was about to get a scripture reading. Okay. (laughs) You know what? It's been maybe because I'm nervous. Yes. You have to be nervous. No, you you have a very nice voice. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, Jasper. You don't. We know you are literally every woman. You are superwoman. So, you know, you're a mom, daughter, friend, TV personality, entrepreneur, businesswoman, mm-hmm. author, and overall boss. So when do you find time for Monique? What is that mm-hmm. like? Oh, man, I have to squeeze it in. And <laughs> honestly, I I could do better. Um, but lately, what I'm realizing is if I can take a day or two, that will help me be fueled for like the next few months. So um, I have always had what I used to call an ugly day. And I would say, you know, (laughs) you know, where you literally just, you're just in your pajamas. You're not worried about getting dressed and doing your hair and even washing your face. It's like, you're just chilling. I feel so good. You want want to put on some Netflix, (laughs) maybe take a bubble bath. It's just time Mm -hmm. for you. So I yeah, I used to do that um, every now and then, and then I became so busy that I kind I kind of just like lost time for or lost track of time for taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but recently, I actually went on a trip for my birthday, oh. and I went to Tucson, Arizona, and I went by myself, and okay. I was on for five days, and I did not turn my cell phone on at all. Oh, I literally oh, wow. left. I said, screw the husband, screw the kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, deuces, don't call me unless the house is burning down. <laughs> but it was what I needed. And I was able to reconnect with myself. I journaled the whole time I was out there. I read books cover. Um, I really just needed that time. And had I not waited so long to take that me time, I probably wouldn't have needed a trip away that you know desperately I, I really needed it so yeah um but yeah it's it's hard to find time um i'm a very driven person um i want to be like the best of the best in every field so when it comes to being a mom being a wife being a businesswoman i'm always putting like both feet forward and i'm just like powering ahead mm-hmm. but at the same time i do need to do better at making time for me and that's what i've been doing lately is just implementing changes so that i'm prioritizing all of my daily what? responsibilities. Absolutely. Well, since you look flawlessly while doing it, so yeah. <laughs> right. And I heard Arizona is such a nice place to go and Absolutely. visit. Absolutely. I is. want to do that. It it is healing in the ground there. It really is. Oh wow. 
place, the energy, you can feel it. Like you can feel that there is some type of vortex there where the energy just settles. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, you, you walk away feeling refreshed, renewed and cleansed. Um, I, my husband and I actually, we were in Arizona for a few months when he played in NFL and, um, and we were there while he trained. And mm-hmm. I remember being out there and I was like, this is just amazing. I felt so alive and felt so fresh and it was like a detox just breathing in the air um so it is definitely a place where i recommend people uh to to you have to go there at least once you'll definitely leave feeling really really good about yourself shout out to phoenix arizona yeah shout out Mm -hmm. right um and because you wear so many hats too, and sometimes you have to take the time to replenish um, when you feel depleted, um, what would you say, or who would you say is your biggest inspiration? Who kind of uh, inspires you to have that drive like that? Oh gosh, my parents, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, that's what kind of started it. My parents were entrepreneurs growing up. Mm-hmm. They worked full-time jobs, but then they also had businesses on the side. Um, when I was in high school, my dad had, a, he was the owner, he was an owner operator. So he had those big tractor trailer trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, he had three of those. And I watched him and my mom run that business. He drove one of the trucks and had two other drivers. I used to clean them oh. and walk insides of them and, and make my little money. I was always a hustler because my parents were hustlers. Mm-hmm. So um, I've, I've been making my own money since I was in seventh grade. And um, and that's just what I'm accustomed to. I'm accustomed to working and grinding and trying to work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> right. that's right. Yes. Oh, that's right. Absolutely. Uh, what are um, what uh gave you the idea? Since you're you know you're a hustler and you're working <laughs> smarter, not harder. What gave you the idea for not for lazy moms? Oh man, being a mom. Um, and it's funny, my mom, one <laughs> who actually coined the the name. Um, my daughter was four months old and she was battling a double ear infection and I was using natural remedies to, uh, to heal her. And oh I just was like, she's way too young for antibiotics. And you know, that's what doctors do. They'll shove antibiotics and say, here, take this. And I just go to the doctor so I can figure out what's going on. And then I go home and pull out all my old stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, so yeah. as yeah. my mom is watching me make garlic poultices and onion poultices and applying essential oils and doing all these different things mm-hmm. for my baby, she just looked at me and she said, wow, being a mom is not for the lazy. And I said, yeah, how could you be a mom and be lazy? You know, I was like, literally, it's it's not for lazy moms. And it, that's what made me say, hold up. <laughs> that's actually a great little spin and play on words about just being a mom. And that's where the name came from. But my children inspired the entire uh, company. It started out as a Facebook page and um, it then turned into something much bigger. And it's still growing. And I'm really proud of it. Um, it's just me wanting other women and parents in general to uh, share some of your struggles. Because when I became a mom, I knew a lot about babies and infant care, but I had no idea how much I did not know. Mm-hmm. And I want people to be more open to share because most moms, especially, we could be so critical and judgmental of other moms. Um, not everybody does it the same. We just do it the best way that we can. Yep. Um, so it's a platform that is, you know, um, the focus is for sharing, you know, let's, let's be people that confess and tell the things that we normally wouldn't say mm-hmm. <laughs> in front of other moms. Let's just say it, you know, and, and that's what it's turned into. It's turned into a podcast. Now we're doing live events 
We actually have a mm -hmm. network event coming up next week where we're going to uh, the shooting range. So we're going to teach people how to shoot. And I love that. Cool. Yeah. Love so. <laughs> no, but I like, I even like the name as a dad. It resonates with me as well. Cause I, you know, you look at moms and like, I'm a dad and I'm like, damn, this is hard. Can you imagine for women and for moms, mm -hmm. this is even harder. Moms cannot be lazy. Absolutely. Oh, get, all. get a day off. Not that, not that the dads get days off, but it's just different. Most it, times. It very. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most times, just naturally, children are going to gravitate to the more nurturing parent. And usually, mm -hmm. that's the mom. Not always, because I do know of some dads out there whose kids prefer to cuddle up under them, or they might be mm -hmm. the one the child goes to when they're not feeling well. So, um, but you know, it's it's just the way it is. Uh, uh, the mother carries the baby for so many months. Um, that baby hears that mom's heart from the inside. You know, mm -hmm. so naturally, mm -hmm. they gravitate to mom. So, in certain cases, Dad gets to hang out on the couch and the, the kids are saying, mom, mom, mom. Mm -hmm. I want to change my name to dad. <laughs> you know, I never realized how difficult it is to be a mom until I, I became an adult and started reflecting on my mom. And I was like, whoa, oh, did my God. mom ever get sick? Did my yes. mom ever had a time to be lazy? Or, you know, did my mom ever had a break? And I look back and like, no, my mom was doing it all. So that's Literally. why this title... That you know of your company is just it resonate. It should resonate with everyone, because moms don't have a time to be lazy, and not for lazy moms. I agree with it. Yeah. Thank yes. you. That's actually our tagline: We want it all, we do it all. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. So my next question is: You know, I got to get the tea. So you know, little birdie <laughs> said you, you offered, you know, to come and do the Raha Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. But that you know, you just turned down the gig. So, what was your reaction to getting an offer, and what led to your decision to decline the offer? Um, well, I was really surprised. I didn't know what the phone call was about to be about, and then that was the question that was posed, and um, and I was just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, when I was talking to Andy, my first response was, "Andy, I still have a little PTSD as it pertains to reality TV," and he oh. was. And um, and I just told him, you know, I appreciate, you know, you even thinking about me. And and he said, well, just sleep on it, just sleep on it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'll sleep on the no. <laughs> and I like that about you that you are a person that knows who they are, yes. and knows that you're a person that you're a person about your convictions and your values, and that is so like awesome. Thank you. You don't Thank see you. that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to move on what I don't believe in and what I don't want to do. And, and it's took, it's taken years for me to get to this point. You know, mm -hmm. I, I just turned 38. Um, they always say when you hit 40, that's usually when you have that, I don't give a crap attitude. Yes. And it just came a little sooner for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I've been there since I was 22. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. See, I'm I'm a natural people pleaser, so usually mm -hmm. I'm always like wanting to see other people smile, and and sometimes I'll make myself uncomfortable so that other people can be comfortable. Same. But now I'm just like, oh no, because at the end of the day, who's going to look out for me if I'm constantly giving? Who's going to fill up my cup? Absolutely. Exactly. First, yes, I'm the only person that can do that. So I like that analogy. Yeah, absolutely. Should, that's where we are. And you can't operate on a half tank. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, go ahead, Jasper. Sorry. No, I'm saying, you know, Bravo is Thursday, honey. They need those ratings. So, of course, they're going to call the queen. Of course, they're going to say <laughs> you come back. So. <laughs> Listen, I, look, I, it, it would have been very nice for people who have watched me on the show. That would have been like a nice little surprise. But um, at the end of the day, I always put it out there and I say, listen, I love everybody that has supported me and my family. Mm-hmm. I really do. But what my what my family thinks of me and what my kids think of me is more valuable than anything. And I remember my son, who at the time was seven, mm-hmm. um, and he's hearing about all the stuff that's going on and, and how his mommy is being treated. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, how would you feel if I went back to the show? And he said, well, I wouldn't respect your decision. <laughs> so even he That's had right. common sense to know that you don't stay in places where people are are treating you mean, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah that would be a nice that would be a nice title of a book. That's true. <laughs> right. I always say, go where the love is, and if you don't feel love there, then don't stay there. You know, right. like that's it. Um, one of the things I also wanted to just to say to you too, I just wanted to say, you know. Honestly, you are a really wonderful example um, of building Black generational wealth, um, you know, and just pushing that out through your through your family and showing that to the world as well. Um, what's a piece of advice, I guess, you would give to other people looking to build Black generational wealth? Oh, man, there's so much advice I can go through. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just give you based off of what I teach my children. Absolutely. So. To me, I ask my kids sometimes, like, what do you think wealth is? Mm-hmm. And to me, wealth is family. It's health. It's being comfortable. It doesn't have to mean that you have millions or billions in the bank. It's just that you're passing on good practices. Mm-hmm. You're passing on knowledge, truth, you know, mm-hmm. all of these different things. And when I look at my children and what they're learning, they're in homeschool, I homeschool them. Mm-hmm. So I'm teaching them about real Black history. Mm-hmm about loving and embracing themselves and and recognizing how beautiful Black people are and how we absorb the sun and we turn that into energy and we turn it into yes. to skin tone and everything oh, else. Thank you, know, you Jesus. Amen. <laughs> those are the things that I want to pass on. And that's what I look at as generational wealth because those are some of the things that were stripped from Black people yes. through slavery. Yeah. Um, and that to me is the most important thing because when you look at how our society is, imagine if we knew our history, imagine how different we would be. We can have a lot of money, but then we'll go out and spend it all on fancy cars and Uh on European, um, you know, designer clothes and things like that, Uh which is nice. But what about the other companies that are represented by people that look like us? What about supporting those uh, companies? Uh Uh, What about, uh, raising awareness when it comes to better diets and eating right. Why is it that when we go to the hood, there's every fast food on every corner. You rarely see a Starbucks. You rarely see good, healthy shopping centers. You know, that's for a reason. You know, so when we wake up and look at what society has done to us, mm-hmm. history and knowledge of that to me is the most important. If we really knew who we were back in the ancient days, oh man. We would recognize that our birthright has literally been stolen from us and that we should be better because we deserve better. So if you want to pass on generational wealth, Mm -hmm. go read you some real history books, not the ones in school, and learn about (laughs) culture 
our culture, where we came from, what we all did to all of the civilizations that copied us after and took, uh-huh. took credit for everything that we did, and then pass that on. And on. people turn into other types of wealth. If Talk people- about preaching. You you drop yeah, in. Yeah, right? <laughs> So what also, what made you, now you're dropping those gems to us, a humble podcaster, what <laughs> made you say yes to our podcast? Yes. Oh, Jasper. Absolutely. Woo, woo, Jasper. Don't have Jasper. Jasper. Jasper asked me, he told me when y'all were first getting started, mm-hmm. and he just kind of put it out there like, hey, we're going to be starting a podcast, this and the other, I would love to have you on. And I said, okay, let me know when. Mm-hmm. And um, and then he came back and said, we're, you know, we're about to start doing the thing. So I said, all right, let's, I told him, I said, if you want me to actually have it on my calendar, I need you to talk to my assistant because yeah, right. <laughs> like my calendar gets kind of crazy. And, and usually if I don't put it on the calendar myself, then- I'll forget about it. And y'all would have been sitting here like, wait, where's she at? <laughs> I think it would have been like gone off doing something else. And I totally screwed up. So yeah, no, I wanted to make sure it was done right. And Absolutely. I'm very happy to be here Thank and I you. wish y'all all the success. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And we're very grateful that you, um, little humble podcast and we, um, appreciate, um, what you, uh, you know, what you've contributed for, um, to us and especially, that last part that yes. resonated with me 100 percent. same here same thank you. yes and just i want to thank you again for coming on accepting the invitation being who you are being my friend yes. you know you're my girl you know i ride for you you know <laughs> yeah. i love you yeah no you know you know we always we always see eye to eye until we start talking about portia because that's big I'll be like, I'll be like, Jasper, get off my page. <laughs> 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 but it's always love. It's Absolutely. always love. Yes. And we thank, thank you. you again. Yes. Um, and we're, I'm, I'm just here smiling. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> yes, yeah. thank you again. And um, are you going to put out some more music? Because, you know, I, I need a second single. Somehow, oh, yeah. Listen, I, I really, I, I would love to, but right now, Mila Eve Essentials has taken over everything. Like, and I, I'm like planning the next phase of this company is going to be, not even going to be. This company is huge. It's That's literally exciting. taking so over. Adding, so and I'm just more things to it. Yes, I have a lot in store. Right now, actually, today I was working on our um, Christmas gift packs. I'm trying to develop a Christmas gift pack or a holiday, you know, holiday season Mm. gift pack. So that, um, you know, it's like you got to do everything way in advance so it can be ready once Mm. that that time comes. But, but yeah, I'm working on that. I'm finishing up the skincare line. Um, Packaging has been taken forever. (laughs) it's, It's so funny once you get into retail... Mm-hmm. behind the scenes you just don't realize how long things take there's so much back and forth right. and, and it's been months i've been working on a skincare line since march oh yeah yes i thought it was gonna be out in the summer and mm-hmm. now pushing towards you know more of the holiday time so i'm doing everything i can in my power i'm trying to get everything together Absolutely. <laughs> but you know that's great that you're creating a skincare line because you're a woman of color and yes. you understand melanated skin mm-hmm. yeah 
Absolutely. And we don't have that a lot out there, especially me as someone that suffered from acne really bad. Mm-hmm. I was oh, wow. using products that were for white skin and was making my skin worse. Yeah. And it was also lightening my skin. Yeah. 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 And we don't want lighter. Nope. <laughs> yeah, we want to thin melanated. Pigment, that's know? right, but yeah, I, I have a product that I released um, called the Flawless Glow Toner, and what I love hmm. about it is it actually is for all skin types, it literally does for your body what your body needs. Oh. So, the great thing about essential oils is they have this ability to tell your body to do what it's supposed to do, which is heal. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are natural healing machines, mm-hmm. so when you're using an essential oil. It's not that the oil is creating this miraculous, you know, um, change. It's that it's telling your body to do what it needs to do so that your body can feel better. So you have an essential oil that might be an anti-inflammatory like rosemary. The rosemary, once you use it, it tells your body to stop producing the inflammation. It tells your body to calm down. And then you're able to get through whatever congestion and sickness you're having because you're pushing out all of the mucus and everything else. So it's the same way with the skincare. Um, if you're a person who has oily skin, when you use Flawless Glow Toner, the essential oils that are infused inside of it actually tells your skin to stop producing so much oil. But then a person who has dry skin can use the same toner and it's telling their body to produce more oil. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And it's literally like if you look at the reviews, this product has taken over and people are using it and they're just blown away by the results. So. I'm very proud of it. And I actually well, came up with the recipe. <laughs> well, I'm getting a ton for my family, so. Well, that's awesome. And I'm in New York, so we're going to need a lot. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And, um, you know, we're glad you came and joined us for, for you know, gave us some time on your busy schedule. Because, you know, you booked and busy. Did you squeeze yes. us out of the podcast and your schedule and gave us some of your time? And um, Yes. Yeah, we we're going to um send you back your word, and we're going to go on. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes, y'all have a great evening, and and I will look forward to when you release this episode. Thank (laughs) you. We appreciate you. (laughs) And please, please keep being a light, you and your family. Yes, please. Thank you.
I recognize your false confidence and calculated promises All in your conversation I hate people that feel entitled Look at me crazy cause I ain't invite you Oh you important, you the moral to the story You endorsing motherfucker, I don't even like you Corrupt a man's heart with a gift That's how you find out who you dealing with A small percentage you I'm building with I want the credit if I'm losing or I'm winning Oh my mama, that's the really shit Get away from me If you do, I won't move 